0: Hey, hey, good morning. Good morning. It's 7 a.m. here on the East Coast, and you are here with your host, Dr. Carol Penn, weightless in mind, body, and spirit. So welcome. And I'm super excited today. Some of you might know what day it is today, but if you don't know what day it is today, you're going to find out I have a very super special guest, And I am really excited to just be here, to share, to celebrate. We've got a couple of people watching. Thank you for tuning in, Early Birds. Please let us know who you are. Good morning, Victoria from Delaware. Thank you so much. Good morning, Patricia, right here in Monmouth County. Thank you so much. So we'll see who's going to get up early this morning, who else is going to join us. But we're not worried because, what, through the magic of the Internet, It just goes out wherever people are tuning in from. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And this show, Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit, why do we call this show Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit? It is Weightless in Mind, Body, and Spirit, double entendre, right? You know, I'm duly board certified in family medicine and obesity medicine. And part of my practice is to help people lose the pathological weight. So there's, oh, those that want to lose just the 5 or 10 pounds, which, you know, could not be interfering metabolically. And then there are those who want to be losing the 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds that are interfering metabolically. So we bring forward information about that. We have experts that address that. But it's also about being weightless in mind, body, and spirit, spiritually, psychologically. Mentally and emotionally. So we have superstars and super friends and special guests to bring that forward because that's also really important. Good morning and welcome Dr. Onika. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to see the early birds tuning in and joining in. So without further ado, I do want to say happy anniversary to my beloved, my beloved, my beloved, my beloved, Mr. D.M. Jones. And before I bring him on, I have a surprise for him that I'd like to share with him. So to, you know, bring bring him on in, in a special way. So he doesn't know I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. All right. So one of my favorite, favorite, favorite poets Besides you, DM, is the poet Rumi, the poet Rumi. So those of you that aren't familiar with Rumi, R-U-M-I. And he wrote a long time ago, was in the mid 13th century. So that's the 1200s. Long time ago. And I I even think I have some past life memories that that go back to that time. That's another story for another time. So to my beloved on our anniversary, hello and welcome Dr. Kadisha from Texas. Hmm. Darling, you and I have spoken all these words, but for the way we have to go, Words are no preparation. There's no getting ready other than grace. My faults have stayed hidden. One might call that a preparation. I have one small drop of knowing in my soul. Let it dissolve in your ocean. There are so many threats to it. Inside of us, there's a continual autumn. Our leaves fall and are blown out over the water. A crow sits in the blackened limbs and talks about what's gone. Mm. I have one small drop of knowing in my soul. Let it dissolve in your ocean.
1: Mm. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. All right. So my beloved... I to let people know who you are. Some of you know, some some of our viewers know that I'm married, and some may or may not know that I'm married to you. And uh, you've had an interesting journey. So this is the bio moment, y'all. This is the bio moment. So go ahead and give us that bio, darling.
1: Well, good morning, love, and thank you for sharing. um, One of my favorite poets and one of my mentees, mentors, um, Rumi, definitely inspired me but I'm DM you might, Jones.
0: You might have been a, a mentee, who knows? I think you were around in that lifetime too.
1: Oh, definitely been here before. And as you know, we've been here before. But um, just to let you, your audience know, I'm DM Jones. I um, have worn many hats in my life. I'm wearing a hat now, but I, um, the, um, my biggest <laughs> hat in, in life that I'm in joy with um, is being in partnership with my wife. Uh, and being father to our boys. That's, you know, if I could wear that and I'd say that's my job, that's who I am. But I'm um, I'm currently the executive director of Murray Grove, which is a spiritual retreat center located in Ocean County, which is not far from our home here on the Jersey Shore. It's been there 250 years, and it's the founding place of the universalism um, religion. And uh such an honor to be there um, I, I started there this year at uh, a week before the pandemic and um, that's a whole nother story but it's been a joy um, uh, my life has been full um, of many opportunities and many different career paths I've been blessed with skill sets and opportunities that have allowed me to do what I think is my life calling which is service um, I have worked in the uh, creative writing field. I co-founded a creative writing organization um, over 20 years ago that um, supported and nurtured writers, exclusively writers of color. It's the only multi-genre creative writing workshop in the world. And, um, and that's one of my journeys. I've spent time as a, a funder in the philanthropic field. I've worked at three arts councils. Um, at arts council, Silicon Valley. I was deputy director. I was director of the grants program for the city of Houston. And also I was a grants officer at the DC commission on the human art, uh, on the arts and humanities, which is where we met. Now, um, I can bring that forward. Also, um, I've, t- um, taught at a few different universities. I've um, run organizations. I've been, um, worked in the music world. Um, Many people know me as uh, uh, through my association with George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic. I've been with George in the band since 1974, where I started as the photographer, um, became creative director, um, co-produced music videos, co-wrote and um, produced songs with George, and um, became his medical advisor and helped him with a very serious medical problem, um, which um, joy to do, because most of my life is about service. Um, That is my primary focus. Um, You know, working in different fields, um, I've seen it. People ask me, well, how can you go from photography and art direction to philanthropy or to being development director for Pacifica Radio or um, running a um, performance art center in Northern California? You know, they all do the same thing. They all serve people. They all help people find their voice. And, um, you know, my parents, I grew up as a um, as an Army brat, born outside of the country and, and went formative years outside of the country. Um, lived some unique places like Fargo, North Dakota for seventh grade, where um, I was truly a, uh, <laughs> a first sighting for many. <laughs> But, um, you know, I come forward, um, you know, as feeling very blessed, feeling gifted with many skill sets and with the with the primary tool to reach people, to touch people, to inspire people. It is a gift. It's a gift that you have, which is you know part of our, our, our fabulous plateau. So yeah. um, here I am. <laughs>
0: well, welcome. I always love listening to DM introduce himself because, you know, I I try to listen with beginner's mind, like, I don't know this. I haven't heard this before. And it's fascinating. I, you know, I find you to be endlessly fascinating and you know, frustrating, impossible, amazing, wonderful, complex. And, you know, it's great. It's great to have such moment to moment curiosity. Uh, about my life partner, my my one true husband. Hey, welcome, Dr. Dietrich. Good morning, I hope those of you. I'm just thinking of Kasali, Dr. Dietrich's partner. So I hope that those of you that you know, if you if you are partnered, you know that you watch with this. And I'm going to be asking some questions, and I want you to drop your responses in the chat. As always, I want you to ask your questions, make your comments, and we'll be able to share them live and in real time. We've got uh, some people who haven't chimed in and let us know that they're watching. Please do so I could give you a shout out. All right. So I don't know about you, but how many of you out there have had challenges in your relationship life? Just drop it in the chat if you've had a challenge or two in the area of love relationships. I'll admit it. I certainly I've had many in in this area and deeply frustrated in this area. And I would say even wounded in this area. So I don't know, maybe I'm all the all, only one DM. I don't see anybody saying they've had any relationship challenges. We need to go talk to all of them because we can learn something from them. <laughs> you, know, so. yeah, you
1: know, It's like talking to somebody about, um, you know, have you ever failed in business? And they say, no, I want to get away from them because they're getting ready to. So <laughs> I know everybody's had challenges. Um, if not, I don't know how you could be here as an as a walking adult. But um certainly
0: Okay, so okay, we've got yeah, so we okay. waving her hand, Victoria says <laughs> me. Only exactly teaching, not alone. Okay. You know, and even um challenges in your current relationship. Uh, so we're gonna kind of do a little bit of this uh workshop style, but first I just wanna share a little bit of my story. I don't know about you, but I said I was never going to do this again no 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 and what I mean by do this again not only was I not going to get married again hashtag can anybody say this is my third try but I was I didn't even want to date again and want to date again it, it was just it felt too threatening and I had decided um, and I had come to the conclusion about 10 years ago I just wasn't any good at this. I wasn't any good at this. I had had some painful, painful, painful failures in this area called marriage, yet there was a part of me that felt that I would be an ideal partner, but I just didn't know how. I did not know how. I did not know how. And so I said, well, you know, don't even let it darken my doorstep. As a matter of fact, y'all may not believe this, but I was now on my way back to complete my residency training. And I decided that I was going to become a nun. Do you hear me? Y'all serious, I was not kidding. So when I got to Philadelphia, which has uh, cloistered monasteries, I moved into lower Marin County down the street from a cloistered monetary monastery and had them mail me an application.
1: You see what Patricia said about that. Never and say never. You open the door for love. Thank you for- <laughs> Sorry,
0: but I was ready. I had told my son, I said, mommy going to be. And he's like, Oh, my no. And part of it was um, one of my mentors when I was going back to school to do my prerequisites, for medical school, was a nun who did live in a monastery, yet she had this really hip nine to five life. She was a researcher. She was a professor. She was CC, CCNY in New York, Dr. Patricia Broderick. She published papers. She was out in the world. And yet in the evenings or when she wasn't travel, she lived in this cloistered and protective environment Page from that notebook. I'm gonna go be like Dr. Patricia, right? And so I did. I was serious because I just I just wanted to take it off the table. That's how painful my life in intimate love relationships had become, and how disappointed I was. So <laughs> Victoria is saying a nun. God stepped in. <laughs> Oh, yes. But I figured, look, I, I had had my beautiful son. So I had fulfilled that aspect of, of my life. So I was like, why not? So that was my perspective. DM and I have been friends for many, many years. We were, we were friends at this point. And I think I even shared that story with him. Did they wear habits like that? Yes, uh, the uh, cloistered uh, monastery where where I was choosing to apply, they were in habits. Because I didn't want anybody to have any mistake (laughs) about what was going on. You know, it's like most nuns don't get hit on in the street, you know, particularly if they are in a habit. So I really... was at this point, DM and I were talking as we did periodically over the, you know, the many years that we've known each other. And this was my headspace. And I shared it with him. DM, would you tell us, tell everyone the story of how we met? And then also what your response was when I shared that story. Hey, Dr. Randy. Hey, thank you, and Aubrey. Thank you for tuning in. Just a time to hear DM's story about how we met. Remember, now I've got the application to become a nun (laughs) at this point, which is part of our journey because we had met about twelve years before that. Take it away, darling.
1: Well, way, way, way back then. I think you all might know that Dr. Carroll was also a dancer in a previous life. And that's how we met. I was a grants officer at the D.C. Commission on the Arts and Humanities. This was 1993. And um, she had left Alvin Ailey and had come to Washington, D.C. and had a dance company that was in partnership with the Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts and doing great work, doing great work. And... She walked into my office and I'm telling you now, lightning bolts came through the windows. I said, because I also believe in past lives. And I was like, oh, look, I mean, I was almost speechless. But that ended, I got my speech together because she said, I, um, you know, a smart woman as she always has been, let me know some kind of way that she just gotten engaged two weeks earlier. So for, <laughs> the lightning bolts had a zipper on them, no problem. Um, we became friends. Um, remained friends of um, she and her um, husband at that time. In fact, uh, my background is also in traditional Chinese medicine. And when she, um, when they wanted to conceive, I guess she wanted to conceive, they called me up to treat her. And I did. And um, she conceived, and that's now my 25-year-old stepson. Um, But we remained friends over the years. She's danced in a couple of music videos of mine. We were just you know, the kind of confidence that always touched my soul. It was just like nourishing whenever we had a conversation. But of course, all the romantic interest was, you know, long gone. Didn't think about it. And one of our conversations um, um, a little over 10 years ago, I uh, the, the light bulb hit me. And I told her on that call that we were going to get married. And <laughs> I think she was shocked. I don't think she had any words. Um, um okay, I did hear the nonsense about the nunnery and, you know, all of these. You
0: know. Wait, can I just interject a thought bubble here? Because when DM said that, so this conversation on the phone, So and it's not a video chat, it's old school on the phone. And I'm thinking, uh-huh, okay, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> that was exactly my thought. Eyes rolling and and all, because I was like, no, you know, it's like I'm down the street from this nunnery. That's where I'm headed. Go ahead, do. But,
1: but it was a, it was a vision. I also knew, and I, I thoroughly believe in past life connections. I know that we've all been here before, and perhaps in another life, you know, I was Dr. Carol's mother, and she was my father. So um, the strong feeling that I first felt when she came in my office was, okay, well, maybe we were king and queen at one time, and we've done that, so there's something else for us to do. I'm here for the journey. And um, so fast forward to the 10-year mark, we um, took a, a very slow approach to evolving our romance. Um, we in, in, uh, had a pre-marriage counselor, and once once Dr. Carroll got on board, I mean, it... it <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't do you how
0: remember how long it took? I'm um, stoichiometry and chemistry, and there's a step called the rate-limiting step. I was the rate-limiting step because my mind, my mindset, just wasn't there. So you know, that's what you know. DM, you know, once Dr. Carol got on board, it took me a minute to get on board. Why I had I had made this statement, I had determined to shut that part of my life off. I was afraid. I was in my fear. I couldn't understand, you know, why love, relationship. Um, I was, I was able to get them. I was, I was able to to get married. Uh, but I, why was it elusive? Why was it not lasting? Why was it not not working? Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, for for me. The, and I was also grieving the death of my father. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, and I think that for me, I've been looking for, you know, partnership. I'm an um, I'm an optimist. Um, one of my charges in high school and creative writing class was to create utopia. So utopia to me was always working in partnership um, to accomplish um, my life mission. And, you know, like Dr. Carroll, I had um, walked that path before and unsuccessfully, but I hadn't given up but I wasn't looking for, you know, I mean, but, you know, here she comes again upside my head. And, um, after she was leaning just to consider, she says, look, if we're going to take another step, let's agree. There is no back door. And I said, you mean, I can't run if it doesn't work. I mean, Oh my God, this is, this is, I, I can't do this. Yes, I can. And I said, if this, if we are going to realize and become who we truly are, if we're going to see this gift that God has given us, then we have to be ready and willing to work. Work like you've never worked before. And um, so, we had a pre-marriage counselor um, who was a um, a faith leader who um, Carol knew, and it was interesting. We're three thousand miles apart. And we had, were we, was it once a week, twice a week?
0: It was once a week, sometimes twice a week when we were like teetering. So we, we actually worked with her,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Reverend Pat, for one year, one year premaritally. This was after we'd been dating uh, for close to two years uh DM proposed. I said yes, but I said not without going into premarital counseling. I have no evidence based on your life experience or my life experience that this is going to work. And I am not interested. I don't think I have room for another uh, broken heart. Uh, in my life where the person just evaporates and and disappears in my life. I had zero tolerance for that. I had zero, I just felt I had, I just didn't have it in me anymore. And, you know, that was part of the no backdoor policy. That was part of, you got to communicate, no stonewalling. You got to say the thing, even if what you need to say is painful. Yeah. So, and then we, we, and DM, DM agreed, um, that we would do this premarital counseling within a spiritual con context. And I
1: agreed. I was not kicking and screaming as I have, you know, people think that I'm a, you know, strong willed, stubborn kind of guy and mm, mm. strong willed. Yes. I don't think I'm stubborn, but mm. you know, that's to be debated by some, <laughs> but, um, I said, you know what, <clears throat> clear your throat take a deep breath. If this is true, then you must follow your follow. And so glad that I did. So glad I went on the journey. I mean, having been a counselor to many, you know, I was like, ah, who can counsel? You know, but I said, get over yourself. And I think that's kind of one of the keys to a successful relationship is getting out of your own way. Because we stop ourselves from, from going forward often and have so much blockage in our lives that, We we don't even know. And in fact, we lose track of where we're trying to go, but that's another story. However, um, we went through the journey, um, learned a lot through it. Um, The journey was centered around um, some readings. It was a full um, facilitated, mediated discussion every week. Mm -hmm. It was fabulous. It It was great discovery for us, as a couple and as 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 individuals and um i highly recommend it for anybody considering or already in a relationship i mean every now and then i think we have to slow down and self and and reflect because um until recently our lives have been moving like hamsters in a cage and we look in a mirror just to look at our makeup but we don't look at ourselves so now that we're doing that you know i highly recommend um a journey similar to um you know, joint a facilitated joint reflection, a, a recollection and a refocusing and a repurposing of, you know, where do this 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 entity of two which is really one. And that's really the beauty of um, um, relationship to me. Our relationship is oneism to the to the highest uh, degree.
0: So I actually kept um, a journal during that time and It was we looked at angels, angels of loving relationships, angels of power and authority, angels of spiritual understanding. And maybe I might uh, pull up a a reflection or two and and share uh, something from July, June 10th, 2013 at 536 a.m. in the morning. It was 530 a.m. East Coast time. And for DM, it was 830 and, uh, you know, he was in California, so I don't know if people can see, but that's, you know, that's how we how we looked at the time back then. Me with long, dark, straight hair. Ooh. And I often um, you know, put a, a picture picture in the journal. But I'm going to lean in. Y'all want to know what my true secret sauce is, would help me get over myself, would help me discover because deep in my soul when I was really honest with myself in those wee still moments, I knew I still wanted this. I wanted to demonstrate happiness for myself and, and for my beautiful son so that he could see mommy happy and fulfilled as a woman as an adult woman. So drop it in the chat if you wanna know what my secret sauce is. What is my secret sauce? And how I got over myself because there's definitely a secret sauce. So anybody out there wanna know what the secret sauce is? Just tell me, just let me see a yes um, in the chat that you want, okay, that you wanna hear this. Do I have a yes from one or two people? If not, let me see here, I'm gonna look here.
1: You know, it's interesting, I looking back at some of my journal entries, this is from the week of uh, ending September 21st, over 10 years ago, um, and we started talking about goals. Um, you know, do we have a defined set of priorities that we want to accomplish in our financial life? And that was a big, big discussion, finance, yeah. uh, one that um, both of us needed work in um because when you start doing things in partnership you know you have to to really partner you got to peel back the onion um do we have a specific way to prioritize and discuss changes in the future in the context of our deep and ever growing love for one another and others whom we love and cherish um this was i mean it's great I'm glad you brought that up you know to look at these journal entries um so Huh. It made me, inspired me to write at that week um, Angels are amongst us. Now I lay me down to sleep. I guess I'll go count the sheep. Everybody's got a light under the sun. Wake up and smell the
0: coffee.
1: <laughs> light, flashlight. Ooh, stoplight. Deeper than abortion, deeper than the notion that the world was flat while being round, and the shortcomings of your condition will blow the cobwebs out your mind be a flawless testimony of a biological time bomb exploding in a time zone. Almost everyone is out of time. Four notions are not to be ignored. Premonitions and dreams are are repeat conditions, endow the conception of a true groove. You deserve a break today, have it your way. Fantasy is a reality in the world today. We've done it all and we have a chance to do it all again. The light of tomorrow shines on today Tomorrow is yesterday's foreplay. Why turn gray from being blue? Because you're not getting—you're getting what you want. Mind your wants, because there's someone who wants your mind. You can think for yourself if your heart is on the shelf. Faking hugs, forcing smiles, lying to yourself—truth is light. Love is not lonely. Now I lay me down to sleep. I guess I'll go count the sheep.
0: it's fun to look back on these so we are we are wonderful wonderful audiences saying what is the secret sauce what is the secret sauce so I'm gonna lean in my secret sauce was really coming to understand my purpose in life and the manifestations of that when it comes to love relationships So it was really coming to understand my purpose in life. So do you all know and understand your purpose in life and how this purpose in life, once it's able to shine through in all areas, it gets real simple. So, for example, I was always clear. About why I was going to have a baby. Always, I'm from a a, a small immediate family, but a large, large, large extended family. So c- coming really out of Irish Catholic culture. So, more, actually, more than half of my family are practicing Catholic. So I have lot. I have I have over easily over 125. Uh, you know, second, second and third cousins easily, easily. And, you know, for my mom, you know, that's, you know, first cousins, first and second cousins. So, and I always knew that I was going to have a child or children because I wanted to look into the eyes of God every day. And in that I have never been disappointed no matter what was coming out of that mouth when it was being fresh when it needed to be corrected. I look into the depth of those eyes and understand what it was like when God beholds you, when God looks at you. So powerful, so beautiful to look into the depths of my children's eyes. And when I say, Children. I have a biological son. I have a stepson, but I have many, many, many parent-child relationships with kids whose lives I've been a part of. And I look upon all children as my cultural children. And that's been powerful, powerful, powerful. And that was me before I really had clarity about my purpose in life. And then when I realized I had gone into the relationships that I referred to as marriages and you know that's a, maybe we'll get to that cuz I think you can only have one true marriage everything else is a rehearsal cuz you know what God puts together let no man put asunder but I had gone into these relationships with the best of intentions but detached from understanding what my purpose was and the manifestation of my purpose in life through a relationship with an adult man. So when I came to understand that, then at that point, I was ready to accept DM into my life as God's gift to me and the manifestation of how I know God desires to love me as a, as, a, as a human woman. And so, you know, my purpose in life, it got, uh, you know, a real clear. I heard this statement that there's only one relationship worth pursuing. And if you can pursue that relationship with all of your heart, all of your breath, all of your spirit, everything else will line up after that. And that statement became the beginning statement for me clarifying my purpose in life. So my purpose in life, beloved community, is to know and love God and to teach others to do the same. It is to know and love God and to teach others to do the same. And in that, there are several God-ordained missions for my life, as well as visions for my life. And when I got clear on that, everything started to line up, particularly allowing myself to have this manifestation of that purpose in life through my relationship with DM. And it's so beautiful, it's so beautiful for me to have God right at the center. That, you know, there's no doubt that, you know, when I wake up every morning, I feel the embrace of God. Our first words to each other are very often, I love you, I love you. And, And so, and that's when I know the presence of God it's just walking all over me and all around me to hear it, to hear it in the language that I understand, to, to see it, to be able to touch it and to hold it, to, to realize that I can only have this experience in my human body. In spirit world, you know, none of this matter, matters, but here I am in human form having this experience. I'm going to share two books with you all that might be of interest out there that I found instrumental on my journey. David Dida, D-E-I-D-A, is the author of both. One book is called The Way of the Superior Man, a spiritual guide to mastering the challenges of women, work, and sexual desire. The Way of the Superior Man. This book was very, very instrumental in getting to me having a fuller understanding of my purpose in life. The other book, Dear Lover, by the same author, Dear Lover, A Woman's Guide to Men, Sex, and Love's Deepest Bliss. And I, I found them... Really, really, really powerful, and there's a quote on the cover of, of of this title from Marianne Williamson. Listen with me to the Wizard of Romance. He speaks to us of a long lost promise. So those two books were, you know, instrumental in in my journey. You know, I, I'm a lover of of learning. And so that's my secret sauce. My And I invite you all to, you know, be able to be succinct with your purpose in life and see if you can plug it in and to see is it manifesting in all 10, 12 areas of your life. DM touched on that and he alluded to it a little bit when he talked um, about, you know, how we looked at, you know, the angel of finance and we really looked at, Um, what we needed to work on in terms of our understandings around finance and and money. Do you all have any questions or comments out there you know, in the chat. So, you know, or if you want to drop it in the chat, what is your purpose in life? And DM, you alluded to yours in your introduction when you talked about service, can you share with everybody what your purpose in life is?
1: Um, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And just by the way, the book that we used in our premarital counseling was called the angels within us by John Randolph, John Randolph price. Yes. Angels Within Us. I highly recommend it. It is a fabulous book. Each chapter is a journey. But, you know, coming back to um, before I talk about my purpose, I just want to say that in order to really love anyone else, you have to love yourself. And in order to love yourself, you've got to do what? Be honest. You got to peel back those onion, the the layers of the onion instead of looking and saying, you know what? I like this. I don't like this. I'm going to work to make this better but my purpose on life in life is to inspire others to think. I just want, I don't want people to follow. I just want people to come out of, to help people come out of this stasis, this place that we've been dumbed and numbed down to be of accepting things given to us instead of allowing ourselves to evolve. So my purpose is one of service. and one of the best ways I've found to lead um, is by example. You know, you can have all the, 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 the ideas and, and, and get people to look at your ideas, but sometimes you just have to show. And I said, um, you have to do your do or become a member of the do tribe. And some people thought that this, this, this my fixation with doing went back to changing diapers, of our youngest, um, but no, I think we have to do what we do until we're done, and when we get done, we never want to use TP because that used to be a house on the prairie. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I really just find joy in helping others um, realize more about themselves, to open up, to see that they can also they can fly as well as walk, run, and swim, and swim. Um, you know, what joy is to, to be a seed, to be a spark, and then to just watch. Um, you know, that's part of, of, you know, leadership is is um, is inspiring. It's not, leadership is not holding a hand and walking. So as, you know, I've walked through this, you know, the journey in, in this lifetime, um, I would say that my walk is definitely more um pronounced it as taller. I am whole because I have a life partner. Um, always wanted one. And when I met my life partner, it wasn't time for us. And we've always we've always said, you know, if that was our time, you would have had tons and tons of babies. But <laughs> In the work that we've both done, you know, our, you know, our communities have been children there have been people that we have worked with like our children. Just, um, so but we each have a biological child. Our boys love each other. Um, 16 is is my son and my stepson is 25. And uh, uh, hug a mug of joy.
0: <laughs> well, I like to share one of my favorite love relationship quotes. And then I, I want to finish up by um, asking our wonderful audience, a couple of questions to think about. And also those of you that aren't in a love relationship, are you in love with yourself? That's a relationship you need to, to be in as well. Are you in love with yourself? Have you coupled with yourself? Do you understand Uh you know that's very 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 important as well. So welcome Ryan, thank you for tuning in. Woo, and then Aubrey is saying you've helped me tremendously the both of you. Oh, thank you Aubrey. That's uh, you know, that touches my heart and thank you so much. And your coloring book Aubrey and Dr. Dietrich, both of your coloring books are helping me tremendously. I am in enjoying that and enjoying those efforts. Go ahead drop it in the chat, your links. So if y'all need to do some relaxation, you want to think about these questions, you need these coloring books. So this is a quote from Anatole France. Make love now by night and by day, in winter and in summer. You are in the world for that and the rest of life is nothing but vanity, illusion, waste. There is only one science, love. Only one riches, love. Only one policy, love. To make love is all the law and the prophets. And that resonates with me because when I was a a director for a federally qualified healthcare center and we had to have our morning huddles, I would remind everyone, guess what you all? There's this policy and that policy coming and there's too many patients on the schedule. First of all, we can only see one patient at a time, but what's our job? I want you to remember that regardless of what today's policy is, regardless of what today's challenges are, regardless of how many patients are on the schedule, you have one boss and that boss is love. You have one job description and that job description is love. You have one job, and that is to love. Look in the mirror, love yourself, look into my eyes, let's love each other, and let's love our patients. Boom, simple. That's all you have to remember. That's all you have to know. And it worked. It would take people off of the ledge. People would smile. They would calm down because if, if you ever worked in a federally qualified health care center, you know that in the seven and a half hours that you are seeing, I've had up to, I've had over 60 patients scheduled in the day. And you're thinking, woo, stress this is impossible. The staff is saying, this is not going to happen. You're supposed to walk out the door at five o'clock. You know, you're not leaving till seven or later that night with that kind of, of patient load. So, and thank you, Dr. Dietrich. Dr. Dietrich is saying this is so great. So let's look at, I want you all to consider four areas. So I'm going to put the four areas. So in love relationships and this would be for relationships so you know I got to teach a little bit hey good morning good morning Dr. Monique and welcome she's been one of our guests one of our superstars Uh, Dr. Dietrich is on the schedule she's gonna uh, round up so four areas that I want you to reflect upon so in and we're talking about this area of our life that's so important love relationships. So first, what is your premise? Your premise refers to the foundational beliefs you hold about this particular area. What do you believe? What deeply held beliefs are shaping your life and your love relationships? Are your beliefs empowering? Do they move you at a deep level or are they holding you back? What is your premise for this area of your life or what would you like it to be? So, you know, here are some examples, answers to that question from our mentors, John and Missy Butcher. So premise, our relationship is the foundation of our lives. Extraordinary relationships require extraordinary people. Love requires action. So that's premise. So number one, understanding the premise of love relationships in your life. Somebody go ahead. That's number one. Put that in the chat. Put that in the chat. Thank you, Dr. Randy. She's saying I love this talk. So number one, understanding the premise for a love relationship in this area uh, uh, in, in your life, right? Number two. Understanding your purpose in a love relationship. Number two, what this purpose referred to? It refers to the compelling reasons behind what you want in this category. What energizes you? What empowers you to take action? What motivates you to achieve your vision? Describe why you want to make the most of this area of your life. So here are some examples. This is from Lifebook and our mentors, John and Missy Butcher. This relationship made us as much as we made it. My purpose is to be totally fulfilled in every aspect of my being, to be truly and entirely in my feminine, to be completely actualized. This is my purpose in love. And in life. So remember, my purpose is to know and love God and to teach others to do the same in all areas of my life. And my love relationships is no different. Thank you, Dr. Dietrich. So number two is understanding your purpose, your why, your compelling reasons in this area. Number three is vision. Number three is vision. Your vision refers to the ideal state you would like to achieve in this important category of love relationships. Ask yourself, how do you want this area of your life to feel? What do you want it to look like? What do you want to be doing on a consistent basis? So you're going to write out your vision or make a vision board. Do it and make it plain. So here again is an example. We love each other deeply. Love for us means we adore each other, and I do. I adore you, baby. We have a deep regard for one another, admiration and respect for each other. We are proud to be in this relationship together, and yes, we are. We have dignity in the way we communicate. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We enjoy a profound oneness in our relationship. So that is your, your vision refers to the ideal state you would like to achieve in love relationships. So what is your vision for your love relationship? And finally, number four, what's your strategy, y'all? How are you going to carry it out? And this is something, you know, we have to work on, on a, on a daily, on a daily, because do we fuss and our Yes, we fuss. <laughs> yeah, and I'll have to say, um, my grandmother would say, y'all both pig headed. That's how you know Dr. Randy says she's working on her vision board right now. That's get it, Dr. Randy, get into action. You know, this is so important. So number four, number four. Good morning and welcome, Rebecca. I hope you get a chance to watch this from the beginning. Your strategy refers to the specific actions. That will get you from where you are now to where you want to be. Your strategy answers the following questions. How will you bring your vision into reality? Ask yourself what kind of positive habits, attitudes, and action steps you can implement. What's the recipe for the vision you want to create? So in other words, what is your blueprint? So here are some answers to that. Learn to communicate effectively. Really pay attention to your partner. I know I have to work on that. Really pay attention to your partner. Ex- express appreciation constantly. Say every day what you appreciate and if possible also why. Woo, blueprint this, you know, some of this sounds, you know, tall order. Um, pay attention to the ratio of com- of complaints to compliments in your communication. Hello, hashtag YesDM. I know, I know, I know. My baby is often reminding me of this one. And again, some of this is stuff you know we have to overcome from from childhood. I was raised by a consummate worrier who often expressed that worry. So learn how to handle disagreements intelligently. Make it a habit to take responsibility for your part of the argument. So these are some of the, uh, the the blueprints or the steps that will help you live into your vision for your love relationship. So those are the four areas. And thank you all. For dropping that into the chat. So, and also, DM, if you could drop into the chat, if anybody wants to talk about this area of your life, because you know it is critical for your vitality, for your health and well being, for you to take the weight off in mind, body, and spirit, go ahead and Set yourself up with a discovery call for me. So go on over to my calendar and grab a spot for a discovery call with me. So this week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday this week. All right? So DM is going to drop that in the chat for us. And then we've got some comments here. So Rebecca's attitude of gratitude is key. We have all four of these dropped. Dr. Randy has says, you know she's working on um, a vision board right now, and she loved this talk. So here's the discovery calls with me, Dr. Carol Carol Pen. <laughs> so it's calendy.com forward slash Dr. Carol Penn. and so grab your spot because I love talking about love relationships because every area of our life touches on every area of our life, and if we improve in one, it fuels up and ramps up. The other areas of our life
1: as well. So, sweetheart, got to say, jump on in, jump on in. Well, I love what you just shared, but the precursor to it all is a, a an Egyptian proverb, which is simple: know thyself. Mm-hmm. That is really, really hard to be honest with yourself, to know thyself, so you can actually share, so you can have a focus, so you can have a direction, not just. Floating along and accepting what comes is fate. No, be purposeful. You know, you did write the script of your life. It does not just happen. Oh, who wrote this script? No, we wrote this script. I wrote this script and I have to own it. And I think that, you know, in a relationship, it's it's really required that, you know, everybody becomes honest with each other, with themselves, then they can become honest with each other. And honesty, well, the foundation of love.
0: Oh, beautiful. So, Patricia is saying I've been reflecting on how different relationships will be now because of the COVID nineteen girl. <laughs> That's a whole other thing for you know if it's a, particularly if it's a new relationship and people are trying to get together. Um, so Rebecca saying the four agreements explores these concepts. I love and live by them as best I can. That's another wonderful 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 book so thank you for sharing that resource hey thank you lamont thank you dr lamont happy anniversary so listen y'all next week my guest and some of you know who this is he is america's favorite ob guy it is none other than dr drayon birch oh my god i love this man so much He is my wonderful business coach, many of you out there. He also works with you through the Medical Moguls Academy community. So it is Dr. Dre Burton. Oh, he's going to be talking about his new company. So we really going to get weightless up in here. So, you know, his new company, Momentum. And I cannot wait for you all to meet him, those of you that don't know him. And for those of us that know him and love him, woo He's gonna be dropping some. He will be dropping something in here, that's for sure. So, um, my beloved, this has been so delightful to kick off our number six wedding anniversary together on weightless and mind, body, and spirit. Dropping in the chat, how can people be in touch with you? This man is a master strategist, actually, and um, you know, it's certainly you know part of his secret sauce and all the joy and all the service you have brought to the world. So thank you, my darling Ubuntu. I bow to you for who you are in the world, who you are. So there we go, Jones at gmail.com. So yes. So, uh, so. My reflections for the week ending June 8th, 2013, the angel of relationships came in a special moment just on time as we marked the completion of my residency training on June 6th, 2013. It was a sweet dream come true with DM, Yanni, my mom, Kata, present made it even sweeter still surrounded by a close-knit circle of family and friends at one point I remarked to DM that 30 or so gathered with us on this day makes me feel the, the way I would like our wedding to be we were in the stages of planning our wedding sweetheart a close-knit circle of friends our accountability partners our beloved community those whom we truly hold who truly hold us in this light and only want our best and highest good as we approach our April 2014th wedding date. So y'all, yes, we were going to get married in April of 2014, but stuff happened. So we actually married on this day, August 2nd, 2014. So we were at that time um we were both faced with next steps DM, dm had his upcoming annual national writers workshop and our youngest son dima was coming to spend six weeks in our home in houston we were now commuting between so hey dr kadisha we were commuting between texas and philadelphia at the time so he had left california gotten a little closer, but we were still in this long distance relationship. So, and it was just, um, wow. So I was saying I had to return to my negotiations with the National Health Service Corps as I seek a way to accept my amazing job opportunity in Red Bank and to come home to begin a medical practice care for my mother and to anchor the beginning of our home and married life in Red Bank with an East Coast landing place uh, within a drive to DC and DM's family, where we will also help to care for DM's father, our dear Papa Chuck. I'm so grateful that we've been able to be together for KTA's and my graduation. KTA was graduating from high school at the time. So mommy son celebrating and creating beautiful memories that will last a lifetime. So Yes. Oh, well, thank you, Mark. Mark is saying great talk. I've been listening from the beginning. Great love stories. Happy anniversary. And Patricia says, thank you to you both for all you give to me and the community. Have a wonderful anniversary. Yes, baby. Take us out with the last word. And do join us next week. Next week. Sweetheart, take us out. Take us out.
1: Well. Just remember to mind your wants because there's someone who wants your mind. Be true to you, be true to you, and then you can share this gift of love.
0: Oh, beloved, I love you, darling. I I not only love you, I adore you. And so, 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 Victoria saying, thank God I didn't become a nun. Great show. Thank you for You're your right. work. And, you know, happy anniversary. Wishing you both many more, many more. Mm-hmm. I love you, Ubuntu. We are one because we are all one together. See you all next week. All
1: right. Thank you very much.
0: Mm-hmm.